not make today the day you begin to finish strong. Welcome to the Finishing Strong Podcast. Join Pastor Mike Hendon for an insightful discussion on how to begin from wherever you are to the goal of finishing strong in life, in relationships, and in faith. Well, welcome to the podcast, episode number two of Finishing Strong. I'm Mike Hendon. It's good to be with you today. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for listening to episode one and for sharing it and getting the word out. I appreciate it. I would appreciate if you do the same for episode number two. Episode one, we talked about vision and the importance of vision in your life and keeping the vision in front of you. Get it written out. Make it plain. Uh, make it permanent, you know, make it in ink, not in number two pencil. And then when the sharks come and the water gets rough and, and you want to quit, you can see the shoreline. As we told the story about the lady who was going to swim uh, the channel and just got discouraged and quit a half a mile short 15 hours and 55 minutes into the swim and gave up because the fog kept her from seeing how close she was to the finish. And our goal in in sharing these uh, stories and these inspirational challenges with you is to help equip you to finish. We stated how that most of our training, our learning, and our experiences, how to begin things, how to start things, but we need help in how to finish things. It's not how you start, it's how you finish. And we start to finish and we finish to win because that's the that's the satisfaction that comes in the finish. And when you've started something, you've saw it through. Yes, you've went through a process. The process is part of the, of the whole plan. The process is character building. The process brings and teaches you responsibility. But the process also helps refine you as a, as a person and refine your goals as something worth fighting for. And then when you get to the finish, there's a great deal of satisfaction because you know that it was a, it was a, a, a quite an achievement to get there. There are times in this journey where you get stuck. You know, in the in the quest to finish, there comes a time where you lose traction and you lose momentum. There can come setbacks, unexpected events, um, things that happen that you did not see uh, or plan for. They can be personal things. Uh, I've seen a personal loss, a death of a loved one, so affect a person that it stopped them in their in their progress, stopped them in the process. I've seen uh, financial setbacks come, and and people abandon their dream because the financial stress and the financial strain was uh, too much and they decided this can't be achievable because I can't do this without the finances. I've seen it happen in a personal crisis where your personal crisis overwhelms you and discouragement sets in and and you feel like you you, you feel immobilized, you feel paralyzed, if you will, and you just can't, simply can't continue because you're having a personal crisis that that saps all your energy and saps all your strength. These are all things that can come to us that can that can help get you stuck. And I want to talk to you today about that. And I'm going to use a story 
in the uh, Old Testament out of Genesis and a man called Abraham. This was a man that God called out from, uh, had no history with God, had no, no upbringing with God. He was just part of a heathen nation in a heathen family. And then God, by his grace, just called Abraham out. And, um, and he began it even in his father. And it's an interesting story. Many of us are familiar with Abraham and, you know, in his journey of faith and how he held on to God against all odds and, and uh, was promised a son. And it was 25 years in the process, which is probably much longer than most any of us are willing to hang with something because today we're in kind of the microwave generation you know we pop it in and we expect it done in seconds and and God is not into microwaves I tell people all the time that there will be no microwaves in heaven the only thing you'll find in heaven as it pertains to cooking is a crock pot because God is into crock pots not micro microwaves crock pots take time. Crock pots are slow. But what happens when you put all the things into a crock pot and you turn the heat on and it's on low and you put a little moisture in there and you're seasoning in there and everything begins to blend and cook slow and marry and and just come together and and it's some of the tastiest food that you'll ever eat is is crock pot food that's been six, seven, eight hours cooking together where today we're much more programmed into popping something in and 30 seconds later we pop it out and burn our lips when we go to take a bite but but because we are impatient and uh, so we all know Abraham is the patient man of faith who waited 25 years for his promise to come to fruition but there I want to back way up into a side of this story that maybe you've never uh, considered or never understood before and it's a, it's kind of hidden in scripture, and it was something that that came to me in my studies that uh, opened me up to to a greater understanding of of why finishing is so important, and why when you get uh, in a place where you get stuck, why you can't afford to stay there very long, and you have to find a way to get up and get moving because you can you can die in that place if you're not careful your dream can die your vision can die if you if you allow that place where you're stuck to to hold you very long so in genesis the 11th chapter in verse 31 or actually, let's back up and I'm going to read verse 27 first. It says, this is the history of Terah's family. Terah was the father of Abram, Nahor, and Haran. And Haran was the father of Lot. We all know a lot about Lot. Lot was Abraham's nephew that eventually made the journey into, into God's uh, covenant promise and he was, Lot was the son of Haran. Now, uh, you don't really, these are names that we don't know a lot about or the story, but but hidden in here is a, is a great story that would make a tremendous drama. Because uh, as it goes on in verse 28, it says, Haran died in his hometown, Ur of Babylonia, while his father Terah was still alive. And, um, and so, um, what what and it goes on to explain that because if you read that you go oh okay and you just go on but verse thirty one says 
Terah took his family and left Ur of Babylonia, and they planned to travel to Canaan. Now, Canaan was the promised land. It was that land of promise that God had uh, promised to, to Abraham. And intuitively, Terah was taking his family there, which was an appointment that God had for Abraham. And it says, uh, Terah took his son Abram, his grandson Lot, Haran's son, and his daughter-in-law Sarah, Abraham's wife. And they traveled to the city of Haran and decided to stay there. And it says, Terah lived to be 205 years old. He died in Haran. Now, isn't it interesting that Haran, who was... Uh, Terah's son who died and actually uh, in one translation it literally says that he died in his father's arms now think of that tragedy you know that his son died in his arms and and they grieve over it and then they get moving toward Canaan and and in the journey they get to a city called Haran isn't that interesting it's it and it it's the name of Terah's son, they're in the city named Haran. And when Terah gets there with the family, Terah decides to stay there. Actually, you could say it like this, Terah got stuck there because the, the memories and the thoughts of Haran flooded back and the grief and the unhealed hurts and sorrow that were in Terah flooded him and he stopped moving toward Canaan, toward the promise, toward the vision, and he just decided to camp there. And see, that's and think about it, that his son's death was this thing that caused him when he got to this place that reminded him and everywhere he looked, he would be reminded of this death was the place where he stopped. He stopped moving forward. He stopped moving into the promise. And so that's what that's what a setback can do. It can come in many forms. Like I said, it can be relationally. It can be a death. It can be financially. It can become personally. But but regardless of what it is, it can stop you dead in your tracks. So the whole family is stuck now in Haran. This is where Genesis chapter 12 comes in. And this is where the Lord said to Abram, leave your country and your people. Now, you see, on the surface, if you start there, it seems like God is pretty cold to come to Abraham and say, you got to get out of here and you got to get away from your people. But now think about what he's saying is, Abraham, your whole family is stuck here and your father is going to grieve himself to death here. And I need you to get up and get moving. Leave your father's family and go to the country that I will show you. In other words, he had to get to his appointed place. He had to get to his vision. He had to get to his purpose or he would die in that same place with his family. And God's promise was, I will build a great nation from you and I will bless you and make your name famous. And so you see, as you journey along, there's a, there's, 
there are setbacks that are going to come. There are things that are going to happen, things that could derail you, things that could stop you in your tracks, things that if you're not careful could cause you to camp there and never leave from there and keep you from your purpose and your destiny. And so God calls Abram to get up and get moving. And I think that's the call. When Whenever you're stuck, let's say right now you're stuck somewhere in your journey and, and you've lost your traction because of some setback. Something has come to you personally, relationally, financially, uh, some death in your family or someone close to you. And it has stopped you. It, is, it has caused you to lose your traction and you are stuck in that place. And I want to encourage you to get up, get up from there and, and do not do not die there. Do not let your vision die there. Do not let that be the end of your story there because the promise is in your future. The promise is in the place that you are going. It's not where you have been and it's not what has happened to you. It's what God is trying to bring you into and the plan that he has for you and you have to keep moving. There's not. There's different paces. There's different uh, speeds that you will go, different acceleration times and so there's times that you will have to pause. I'm not saying that you could be so cold and indifferent that you wouldn't pause and have to grieve over a loss and give yourself time to grieve it, but then give yourself the invitation to leave it. Make sure you don't stay there. Make sure you don't get stuck there. Make sure that the process continues inside you that takes you onto the finish line. This is where Stephen Covey in his book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, says that the, the, one, of the, one of the things that you have to do is you have to begin with the finish in mind. You have to remember that no matter what happens to me on the way to this destination, I'm going to continue. I have been here myself where I got derailed and distracted and, and I stopped in my journey and I resigned from uh, my, my position as a pastor. I resigned from life, basically. I stepped away from all the roles and responsibilities that were central and, and, and important in my life because discouragement and despair had, had overwhelmed my life. And, and if you're in that place, I want to tell you that, that if you're not careful, you can die there. And if you're not careful, you can just make Haran that place that reminds you or surrounds you and, 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 and comes around your hurt. You can make that the place where you stop. But what you need to do is get up, get moving, leave that place. Make sure that you, you make the determination that I've got to keep going. I've, yes, this is a setback. Yes, this hurts. Yes, my heart is broken, but I cannot afford to stay here. I've got to get up and I've got to get moving. And so that's my encouragement for you today. Now, Abram, he was there with his father and his father was not going to leave that place. So Abram got up and with Lot, he went on to fulfill his purpose and his destiny. And the process would still be long. The process would still take a lot of faith and a lot of uh, tests and a lot of trials. But Abraham stayed stayed to it. He stayed with it and he stayed committed to finish what God had begun in him, even though we understand that it 
met with great opposition. And we're going to look at that in the next podcast and why it's important that you have to you have to find a place where you can encourage yourself in these times where your legs get knocked out from under you, because this this can happen and you may go down. But remember this, you, you're not down for the count. You may be down. It may be, you know, one, two, three, and you're just trying to get your senses back and four, five and six. And you're going up to your knees and trying to keep the, the room from spinning and seven and eight and nine. And now you're trying to get back up on your feet. But before before the before the count calls you out, you stand up and you you shake yourself and you realize I'm I may be down, but I'm not out. I may be down, but I'm not out. And you get up and you keep moving. Abraham got up in the midst of all the grief, all the hurt, all the sorrow, all the things that his family got stuck in. And he said, I've got this call. I've got this purpose. I've got this destiny. I have got to keep moving. And he got up and he left his family. He left his country. He left those things. There may be some things that you have to leave behind in this journey in order to get to the finish. There may be some things that you have to lay down to say, I cannot take this with me because it will not help me get to where I'm going. There may be some things that you have to look at and and you you have to realize this won't fit where I'm going. And so you lay it down and you get up and you get moving. And so that's my encouragement for you today. I thank you for tuning in today. And I want to encourage you and remind you that it's always too soon to quit. Stand up, get moving, and let's go and finish strong. Thank you for listening today to Finishing Strong. Please help us by sharing with your friends. Until next time, remember, it's not how you started that matters. It's how you finish. Finish strong.